and welcome to another episode of Raising OKC Kids, Conversations with Metro Family in Oklahoma City. I'm Kirsten Holder, and today we're talking with Nisi Black, Vice Chairwoman of the nonprofit Dress for Success. Welcome, Nisi. Hello. Thank you so much for having me today. We're so glad to have you, and we're so excited to hear more about how you are serving so many in our community, um, truly lending a hand up. This is a global nonprofit, and um, you are in the Oklahoma City office. So tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind this nonprofit, um, and why do you feel it's important for us to have a location in this in Oklahoma City and um, and celebrating your five-year anniversary as well? Oh yeah, thank you for the question. Um, so we did just celebrate our five-year anniversary in Oklahoma City, and our founder and chairwoman Elisa Green. Um, initially saw a gap between, between women's rate of pay and men's rate of pay, the gap in education, and the fact that Oklahoma has uh, one of the highest female incarceration rates in the country. That in our state, women outnumber men. Uh, so our organization is intent to bridge that gap, so to speak, and it is necessary to make sure that the women are given the tools and the uh, professional attire and everything that they need so that uh, we can reduce incarceration in the first place, make changes in the first place. So we're excited to have just celebrated our five-year anniversary uh, in May, May the 8th, as a matter of fact, and we are going strong even with some of the uh, little setbacks we've had recently. Yes, and I'd love to talk more about that. I mean, I know many people know probably more who you are now than ever um, since your building tragically burned down recently. Everything you needed to serve women um, that you normally serve was unsalvageable. Um, we saw all your computers in your career center were burned, professional clothing you provide, um, all gone. So while this did occur during racial protests uh, for social justice in our city, you were quick to say into the community that you don't want this hurt to be used to, to fuel hateful narratives in Oklahoma City. So will you talk a little bit about the difficulty of this experience, um, but also what you want people to know about this unfortunate event? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So yes, it was devastating uh, for us. Uh, and we know without a doubt that those who uh, intentionally set our building on fire, they don't represent the peaceful protest that took place earlier in the day in our city. And we do support everyone's right to assemble, to let their voices be heard. And while our building was a casualty uh, of those determined to undermine that message, uh, it has not destroyed our mission one bit, nor has it destroyed our faith that we will come out of this you know, stronger, better, more committed to serving the women of Oklahoma City. That is very well said. Um, thank you for that. So have you found a new space and um, how long do you estimate it will take to get back up on your feet again? Yes, we have found a new space. Uh, Mark Beffords graciously stepped in and supported us in finding a new location in the heart of downtown Oklahoma City. So we're really excited about that because uh, we're right there on the bus line, on the rail line. We're easily accessible for our clients, which is the most important thing. And the building that we're gonna have is more space so we can grow out our programs right now uh, for our clients benefit. And we're looking to hopefully have all of that completed mid to late August-ish, hopefully. Um, you know, we have to take it and make it our own. And the wonderful team of Guernsey um, 
and their associates, their engineers, their designers and architects have stepped in to volunteer their services to help make our new Dress for Success space all that we had envisioned when we first started five years ago. So we're really excited about that. I love that. Sounds like you're growing from a not so great experience into an even better one. So we always love to hear stuff like that. Um, you had a beautiful social media statement about the Black Lives Matter movement. It was so heartfelt. Um, I'm just going to read what you wrote. To all the Black mothers, daughters, aunts, and sisters we serve, know that we hear you, we see you, we love you, and we will not stop advocating for you. Your mission to serve regardless of personality, body type, skin tone, preferences, and more is so inspiring. Can you share a success story or two for everyone listening? Oh, we have so many, it's hard to choose. But, but yeah, we mean every word of that statement. We, women come to us from all walks of life and, and they're just needing a hand and an open heart. And we have women who have served in federal prison who are now self-sufficient, they're gainfully employed, they're managing businesses, and they're going back to help give a hand to another woman who is where they once were. Um, that's our definition of success. Uh, and making sure that we're here to help every woman with a hand who wants to, you know, make better choices, to do better in their life. Giving from the heart and in our uh, quest to serve others is what we're about. And the type of women we serve, the type of women who are committed, they go back once they've been through our programs and they continue to volunteer with us, but they're also doing things on their own uh, as a way of giving back. And it's just, I mean, you can't get much, much better success than that. So uh, we're really proud of those women uh, making a difference in the lives of other women every day. Your passion is just coming through so much. I, I'm so happy for you guys. I mean, you're doing, you're doing the good work and we're so just happy to share that with our listeners as well. So tell us a little bit about how COVID-19 and all this quarantine stuff has affected your business, um, as well as the women you work with every day. Um, I know unemployment filing was a huge process. Have you been able to guide some of your, um, the women in your program through this process if needed? Uh, yes, we have. And, and what's interesting is that the Sunday our building burn, we were set to go back into the, to the office full time that following Monday and start taking donations again and get back into our routine, so to speak. But during the stay at home order, we still continue to serve clients uh, by appointment, uh, doing temperature checks, uh, gloves, social distancing. We were able to still support them in, um, you know, meeting their uh, criteria for uh, whatever paperwork they needed to submit it. We, if we needed to meet them at a department store now uh, to help them get suited for an interview, we're doing that. We're able to purchase a few new things for them. And we're still walking through the resume building process. None of that work has stopped. But because of the unemployment, because of COVID-19, it has slowed down quite a bit. But we have still been in the trenches taking care of our clients and providing them with what they needed, whether it was resume help, whether it was talking to an issue, we met via Zoom for our professional women's group. So we still uh, have a commitment to serve the women, even though, you know, social distancing is necessary, even though, you know, temperature checks are necessary and, and those type of things. So 
we are, we're still doing it. Now, right now, we don't have a building to do it. So if we have to meet at a department store, we'll do that. If we have to sit down at a cafe and go over the resume, we still do that. If we need to meet by Zoom to talk through some issues, we still do that. So um, in a different way, we're still serving. I love that you can be fluid and adaptable like that to really meet people where they're at and where we're at as a society too. That is, I'm sure so many people are so thankful for you. So what are some needs of yours? How can we support you? Oh, awesome. Great question. So um, because we have a much larger space, we are uh, working on now expanding those programs once we open back up. So we need some either new or nearly new type of computers. We're partnering with OSU OKC, hoping to bring some of those uh, courses, online courses, to our career center. And we want to make sure that we are uh, serving our clients with the uh, most up-to-date, most, uh, most up-to-date technology, because you know technology gets old fast. <laughs> so uh, if we're serving them in our career center, the latest technology, the most up-to-date um, uh, products and, and um, computers is what we really need right now so that we can um, stock our career center with uh, everything that our clients need to practice their typing skill, practice their resumes, uh, get certification in Microsoft, uh, do some of those online training classes that we're partnering with OSU uh, OKC and bring into our space specifically for our clients. That's great. I'm sure we all know somebody that is um that can help out in that way. So thank you for making that tangible for everyone and, and hopefully you can get exactly what you need to help the women you serve. Thank you so much for joining us today. Is there anything else you want our listeners to know about your nonprofit, about your five-year anniversary and all the great work you have ahead of you? Wow, Kirsten, it's just been so amazing, the outpouring of love and support from our community and from communities that are outside of Oklahoma, especially since our building burned. We have just been overwhelmed with um, love and I want them to know, we want them to know, our clients want them to know how much we appreciate it. We are committed to being good steward of the resources that you give us, the finances that you give us, the items that you donate, and uh, we're just forever grateful because we can't do this alone. It takes a community and a group of people coming together to help meet the needs in our community. And we count on them to do that. So we are really, we really do appreciate you. We love you and we thank you. We can't wait to share our grand opening. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, so we're just stay posted to our social media on Facebook uh, for updates and ways that you can volunteer to help sort the clothing uh, where we're, we're gonna be, um, so right now Homes by Tabor has been doing a donation drive of clothing at their 17 satellite model homes. And that ends on June the 30th. So after that, we're gonna need volunteers to help us go through those items, separate those things that we can use for our clients and then bag up those things and send them on to another nonprofit organization for the things that we cannot use for our clients. So stay uh, attached to us through our social media and uh, we'll provide you with updates and uh, how you can you know, work with us moving forward. That's great, we cannot wait. And we're excited about your future. There's bright things coming. Thank yes. you.
for joining us today. Again, thank you, Nisi. You can all learn more about Dress for Success, like she said, on their Facebook page or their website is www.oklomacity.dressforsuccess.org. For all of you listening, join us next time on Raising OKC Kids.